Today is Monday, September 6th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Hope you're enjoying this Labor Day Monday. Coming up, we check off on all the major racing series and events from the weekend, including the World of Outlaws at Skagit, All-Stars at Attica, plus the Lucas and Outlaw Light Model shows, and more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. With three nights at Skagit Speedway now in the books for the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars, Brad Sweet's points lead has grown just a little bit more over David Gravel and Carson Macedo. He gained four points on Gravel and eight points on Macedo, so now it's 124 and 168 respectively. We had three different winners through the weekend with James McFadden leading all 30 laps on Friday night, topping Sheldon Huddenshield, Gravel, Donnie Schatz, and Sweet. McFadden was able to keep Sheldon at bay through lap traffic and down the stretch. It was his second win of 2021. On Saturday night, Gravel led the first 21 laps from the pole, but Sweet ran him down in lap traffic from the third starting spot and took the lead with nine to go. Sweet then drove away to his first career Skagit win. Shots finished second, Gravel slipped to third at the end, McFadden fourth, and Sheldon was fifth. Sweet has now matched 2019 for most wins in a season for his career with 16. I said it earlier in the spring, but I definitely think 20 wins is achievable for that Napa 49 team. On Sunday night, with $25,000 going to the winner, we had a nice battle through lap traffic between Macedo and Logan Schuhart. Schuhart took the lead for about four laps near halfway, but Macedo made some nice moves to take it back, and he led the final 18 laps en route to his eighth win of 2021. McFadden finished second, Schuhart third, Sweet fourth, and Gravel was fifth. It was a very strong weekend for J-Mac, picking up that Friday win plus two more top fives. He suddenly got uh, 12 straight top 10 finishes. Shots and Hoddenshield also continued their top 10 streaks as well. As I suspected last week, the car counts weren't massive, but still decent with 24 on Saturday and Sunday. We did not end up getting a contingent of California drivers to tow north, but did have Rico Abreu and quite a few locals like Trey Starks, Austin Wheatley, and Jason Solwald in the field. I would expect much of the same tonight. The Outlaws continue the West Coast swing tonight with a stop at Grays Harbor Raceway. Gravel and Macedo are quickly going to start running out of races to run sweet down here. We'll have more on uh, what happens tonight on tomorrow's show. The World of Outlaws Late Models closed out their Southern Swing on Friday and Saturday nights with stops at Livonia in Georgia and Volunteer in Tennessee. Friday night at Livonia, it was South Carolina driver Ben Watkins who dominated the show, bagging 10 grand in his first ever series win. He held off a mid-race challenge from rookie Tyler Bruning, but ended up leading all 40 laps. Over the last three seasons, Watkins has only nine appearances with the Outlaws, and his best finish before Friday night was an 11th at Cherokee in 2020. He definitely picked a good night to have a good night. Bruning, Brandon Shepard, Brandon Overton, and Zach Mitchell completed the top five. Chris Madden again lost ground in the standings with a 10th place finish. On Saturday night at Volunteer Speedway, it was a complete mess to start the feature. We had three cautions before we'd even got a lap complete. The third of those cautions happened when pole sitter Chris Madden and third starting Ricky Weiss tangled at the start, causing a big pileup on the front stretch. Madden was none too pleased with Weiss and even got out of his car to yell at the Canadian driver. Both cars had pretty big body damage, but both were able to continue. One thing, uh, once things settled out, it was all Brandon Shepard out front. He took the lead from Madden at the start, dodged a bullet later in the feature when Dakota Knuckles spun in front of him and drove away to the win. 
He and Knuckles actually did make contact in that incident, but Shepard was able to continue with minimal damage. Madden ended up second, Michael Chilton was third, Tyler Bruning fourth, and Dennis Erb Jr. was fifth. The win was Shepard's eighth of the season and brings him to within one of tying Josh Richards for most all-time with the Outlaws. He's also closing in on that series championship, leading Madden by 180 points with only six race nights left in the season. The Lucas Light Models were supposed to get two shows in this weekend, but lost the Sunday Hillbilly 100 at Tyler County to weather. That event will now be pushed to 2022. On Saturday night at Portsmouth, it was points leader Tim McCready who earned his fifth win of 2021 and second in a row. He took Devin Moran and Kyle Bronson three wide on lap five on the high side and took the lead. He then went unchallenged the rest of the way to score the victory and extend his series points lead. Moran finished second. Ricky Thornton Jr. hard charged from 19th to finish second, and that was after a tire change during the feature. Tyler Erb was fourth, and Jimmy Owens completed the top five. McCready's closest competition in the standings in Hudson O'Neill and Jonathan Davenport finished sixth and eighth. So with the late model Knoxville Nationals up next, T-Mac has stretched the points lead to 270 now over JD, while O'Neill is now only five points behind Superman for that second spot. McCready hasn't finished outside the top five since I-80 on July 22nd. He's getting hot and at just the right time to try and take down this championship. Both the Outlaws and Lucas are quiet this week as the World 100 takes to Eldora Speedway. We'll have more on that later in the week. For the All-Star Circuit of Champions, it was an Attica doubleheader on Friday and Saturday. Tyler Courtney's massive 300-plus points lead in the standings means we're basically just racing for wins at this point. Friday night, though, we did see some rare mistakes from Sunshine this season. In the feature, he spun off the top of turn four on two different occasions, went to the back, and then could only race back to 12th. It ended his streak of 19 straight top 10 finishes with the All-Stars. Another driver with Friday night issues was Justin Peck. He started on the pole and was up front early, but a flat right rear basically killed his night, and he ended up 15th. Out front, Tim Schaefer led the first 27 laps and looked strong in the Brian Grove 28. Blading the going, Zeb Wise slipped past him and drove away to the win. Schaefer later broke something and ended up out of the race. Jack Hoddenshield finished second, Skylar G third, Spencer Baston fourth, and Hunter Schoenberg was fifth. The Saturday program was run as a day show to avoid weather in the area. Local favorite Craig Mintz actually ended up leading the most laps, but he came up short for the win. He battled with Zeb Wise for much of the 40 laps, but late in the going, Spencer Baston was on the move. He started eighth, methodically picked his way through the field, and took the lead for good with five to go. It was Baston's second All-Star win of the year. Wise finished second, Courtney was third, Mintz fourth, and Justin Peck finished fifth. With eight races still to go and the Tuscarora 50 coming up at Port Royal, Courtney's championship lead is now 302 over Corey Eliasson. The Tuskie will pay a cool 54000 to win this coming Saturday night. Over to USAC, the Saturday Silver Crown race at DuCoin was postponed to weather and is actually being run as I record this show. Hopefully you uh, tuned in on Flow Racing. Yesterday, though, we did get to see the midgets at Angel Park for the Firemen's Nationals. The 30-lap main event was only slowed one time by a caution, but it ended up being a pivotal one in the race for the win. Kenneth McIntosh lost his engine inside 10 to go, and that created a short run to the finish. On the restart, Tanner Thorson went third to the lead, getting by teammates Justin Grant and Thomas Meserol. He cruised over the final eight laps to snag his seventh win of the season. Timez, Grant, Chris Windham, and Logan Seavey were the rest of the top five. 
With both Wyndham and Emerson Axum finishing ahead of Buddy Kofoid in the race, the championship battle got even cozier. Kofoid's lead over Axum is now only 9 points, with Wyndham 25 back in third. Three nights for the USAC Nationals at Husets are up next for the Midgets, and they will be key, I think, in the title fight as the season enters these final months. With the uh, Super Dirt Car Series on Saturday night at Lebanon Valley Speedway, Andy Bacchetti was the guy to beat for much of the night. He was penalized late, though, on a restart for jumping the start and got sent back a row, but even that couldn't slow him down. Following a caution with less than 10 laps left, Bacchetti took back the lead from Stuart Friesen and drove away to the $25,000 victory. Shepard also slipped by Friesen late to finish second with Stewie third. We talked last week about the issue with Friesen leading the series point standings and what might happen if he still isn't a registered series full-timer, but quietly now that problem has been resolved. It's in the rule book, but series full-timers have been awarded bonus points for their appearances at dirt car sanctioned events this season outside of the main series races. So that now drops Friesen from the points lead all the way back to 19th. So now Matt Shepard leads the Super Dirt Car Series point standings by 89 over Peter Britton with Billy Decker, Matt Williamson, and Mike Mahaney completing the top five. Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modifieds are back this weekend for two shows at Weed Sport. Another late model competition over the weekend, Michael Norris was a $12,000 ULMS winner at Bedford Speedway. Donald McIntosh won an Ironman show at Boyd's. Matt Henderson took down $20,000 in a crate late model at Cochrane. Bobby Pierce was the Mars winner at Fairbury. Luke Goddard won $10,000 at 300 Raceway. Rusty Schlank was the Sunday winner at Merritt. And Spencer Hughes won the $5,000 show at Eldora. For more from the Late Model Weekend, visit DirtOnDirt.com. Other weekend open wheel winners included Aaron Reitzel taking the Pete Jacobs Memorial at Wayne County. He was kind of a non-factor with the All-Stars at Attica. Justin Sanders won the Louis, uh, Louis Vermeil finale at Silver Dollar. Damian Gardner won the non-wing portion of the night and then promptly came at Brody Roa in a fiery, profanity-laced post-race interview. Go find that video if you haven't seen that yet. Gavin Bochelle won the Power Eye Midget Race at Lake Ozark. Brent Marks won Friday at Williams Grove. Alan Crimes and Tyler Esch split the Lincoln features. Lance DeWeese won at Port Royal. And Critter Malone bagged an MSCS win at Hobstop. For more from the Open Wheel Weekend, uh, visit tjslideways.com. There are 14 shows on the streaming schedule for this Labor Day Monday with some that were meant for today and others that were postponed from the weekend. Dirt Track Digest has three shows across Thunder Mountain, Utica Rome, and Big Diamond. Dirt Vision has the Outlaws from Grace Harbor. Fast 4 has Outlaw Carts from Cycleland. Flow Racing has a bunch of stuff, including that Silver Crown race I already mentioned, Sprint Cars at Port Royal, the USAC CRA at Petaluma, and more. Plus, the Super Nationals are starting at Boone Speedway on Speedsport. To see the full list of shows with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.